Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Here we go on a podcast, a very warm Tuesday. Al, what's up? Jerry, the beach is already humping here in Bradley Beach, New Jersey. I just uh, had to run my dog out. She had to uh, poop. For some reason, this dog poops more than she pees. Haven't figured that out yet. But I overheard someone say that they came through Belmar, and it did not seem like a regular Tuesday, but rather weekendish. And I think because that's because... People are home, and it's 90 degrees. Exactly, Jerry. People are home, and it's 90 degrees. What do you expect? Yep. Well, the good news is that yesterday we talked about vacuums and we talked about Dysons and all that sort of thing. And I had many people hit me up with Dyson, Dyson, Dyson this. I, I did order one online this morning. What'd you get? Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I got one of the Dysons. But I can't do the um, I can't do one of those cordless sticks because I don't have anywhere in my tiny place to hang it. Oh, yes, you do. I Did don't. You, I really don't. Yeah. No, you. Uh, I really yeah, don't. It looks it's, terrible. Yeah, I get it. So that's I gotta, the, the Cyclone, right? I yeah. Think that's what it's called. That's what we have. It's, they have, have so many. Although I'm going to get the one that uh, they have a regular one that you plug in. That's the ball, and it's for the, the animals, and I got extensions and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. That's a very – that might be their best one. It's just a little heavy, but that one is awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just a little uh, older. But, yeah, uh, but I've got all, and I got the updated uh, dog hair att- attachment that won't get tangled up. Nice. It'll collect Gina's hair, the dog hair, and I'll be good to go. So I'm looking forward to getting that, Jerry. I'm also in the in the market for uh, Adirondack chairs. Okay, Are you familiar with these? Yeah, these just are go the... buy them. 
what in the market? Well, just go to the store Jerry, and buy I have them. To, Jerry, I have to make a project out of everything I purchase. No, it's easy. You get in the car. Yeah. You drive to Lowe's or Home Depot or any other place that sells them, and you buy them. There's actually a place on Route 35 in Wall, New Jersey. It has a tremendous selection. Great. They're beautiful. Go they're pick little, two out. They're a little pricey. You got a wrong deck chairs. The real 50, ones. 60 bucks a pop. No, no, no. Pop. no, the real the real Adirondack chairs are about wood. Yeah, three ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, those are. Yeah, you can but, get real. I mean, I know what you're. That's a lot of money. Yeah, um, th- think about this. You're gonna buy two chairs for more than you sold an apartment full of furniture for. Zip it, Jerry. Oh, I no, need no, no, the... no, no, no. I'm not making fun. I'm think think oh. about that concept. Right. Yeah. That's nuts. I would get. I know. The, I would get the other ones, the nice decorative you get ones, the, the cheaper ones. I would because they're still. I don't know. They're still really good chairs. I need ones that uh, the higher up ones to see over a balcony, because otherwise okay. I sit on the balcony and then I can't see anything because the balcony bar bars are in the way. Oh yeah, you need to measure you know and know I mean? exactly what the height is. I need height. Yeah. I need height, Jerry. Height. So I'm probably going to do that today, which reminds me. Then I'll have to leave my dog as I go out, and the I now have a camera on the dog so I can good. see what goes on while I'm not here. How was How was she when you went back to the apartment? Uh, whiny. Okay. Pacing right. back and forth and whiny. That's okay. Didn't really settle down. Really? Yeah. Well, the more you go out, the more it will get used to it. Yeah. It's the, the, see, last week when I went to the supermarket, I spied on her, and she whined, and then she laid down. Right. That's she all. She did no lay, laying down this last time, and it was like, it was a lot of pacing. And then what she does is, when I come home from leaving her for a, a little while- no matter what move I make in the condo, she gets up. Okay. So if I go to go to the sink, she gets up, follows me to the sink. Hmm. If I go to the bathroom, she gets up, follows me to the bathroom. Like to make sure you're not leaving again. Yeah. Like what? What are we? And and like she, I would think she's in a dead sleep. I get up and boom, she pops up like she's a guard dog. Yeah. She so likes I, you. That's a good thing. No, that's a good thing, but they keep, if they get too attached, Jerry, like I had, a, I was just Googling dog trainers in New Jersey, because once I get, once we go back to the studio with my travel and the studio time, she's going to be left alone a lot. Yeah. Well, that was so a good I thing. You get seven more months left of that. I got, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like how, how much longer do we realistically have, do you think? I think the that? Tuesday after Labor Day. Really? You I think do. the whole summer we're, st- we're going to be broadcasting from home? I mean, you were on that meeting Thursday. Yeah. I do. I think, here's what I think. We will have the option to go back as soon as maybe, you know, July July. 1st. Okay. And also the option to absolutely stay home until right after Labor Day. Right. I do believe that. I mean, we talked to the bosses and that was... Now, what is interesting is what came out and we discussed on the show today, what the world health organization said and me and you discussed it on the warm-up show which is coming up in just a little while and the fact that if asymptomatic people cannot transmit the disease or the virus whatever you want to call it how does that change things now is all of a sudden things easily open up do they say if you're sick stay out you know i mean if that all of a sudden things are i don't know i look at it a little bit differently now it's so confusing jerry yes it is it is we don't know that's what's confusing about it 
Everything's confusing. Right? I went to yeah. go order a vacuum online. That was confusing. Way too many options. A lot of options. Like going to a diner. There's 9 million yes. products to buy. Like going to, I never could figure that out in a diner. Like, what does that kitchen look like? What does their freezer look like? What does the refrigerators look like back there? Probably a disaster, but they turn over so much food yeah. that I'm sure they're doing just fine. They must have like a thing of like liquid eggs that the size sure. of a... Yeah, absolutely. Huge fish tank full of well, it. Well, think about when we go to like a golf events, like Boomer's event, which is awesome every spring, although they didn't have it this year. We watch them make omelets all morning long. Yeah. And in some cases, they do crack eggs. In other cases, they have them pre-cracked and mixed. I mean, so you're kind of ready to go, and you can make them very quickly. Yeah. I actually like the uh, – I go. I get at Costco, we get the egg whites in the carton. Love yeah, I it. love an egg white. Tremendous. And you I just love a fake egg white. Yeah, great. But they're now, real, that, though. Is it or is it fake? No, they're real eggs that have just been separated and then put into containers. Mm. I always feel like they're, like, chemically manufactured. Like I don't they, think so. I think if you look at the ingredients, it comes up egg white. Like they put the atoms together and they created egg whites in a lab somewhere. I don't think that's the case, but you know what? Maybe you're right. I hope not, Jerry. I, I want it to be pure egg whites. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I am in the market for a dog trainer, if anyone knows anybody. Uh, Paul Kratz on Twitter, Jerry, had a great idea. We were talking on the show about uh, bathroom doors and not wanting to touch handles anymore. And Gio brought up this idea that he would like to be able to step on a pedal and have the door open. Why not just have the two-way door like a kitchen? Exactly. This is what Paul Kratz on Twitter, oh. he directed okay. a message to me. And he said, why not do the doors like they do in kitchens? You could kick open on each side. Yeah. That's it's a also great kind of cool idea. You can kick someone in the face coming in. And you don't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> if two people, one's trying to come in, one's trying to go out at the same time, it'd be like a Clunk. karate movie. Pretty much. Yeah, both two people just kicking doors down. Yeah, pretty much. That is funny. I mean, I think it's a great idea though. Like, why not? Especially, especially at um, you know, state. You just have to. If you have stadiums and arenas, you just have yeah. to have an in an entrance and an exit. You have two of them, but they swing. They're swing doors. Or like an old saloon, Jerry, where it's the swing door at do the chest level. I like that. That's good, too, because one side's for in, one side's out. That's not bad. Yeah. That is not bad. I like that. I finished watching that uh, Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix that uh, you had completed. Okay, so are you with me? Okay. That this is this is what I wanted to bring up to you. All I right. wanted to wait for you to see it. Thank you. I find it absolutely fascinating. I'm saddened by it, but happy that he did get caught. The only reason this guy got caught was because Donald Trump made Augusta, was that his name? Acosta. Acosta, the Secretary of Health or Labor or whatever it was. And it was that one guy in the Senate that said, I got to ask you about 2008. And that re-sparked the whole conversation. Otherwise, he's still walking free. I believe so. That is amazing. The other interesting thing I took from it was this idea that he had, that this Jeffrey Epstein had all these famous friends, among them Bill Clinton, um, Donald Trump, Prince Andrew. And they allege in this documentary, they're, they're essentially saying without saying that they were all involved with relations with underage girls and that this guy, Jeffrey Epstein videotaped everything unbeknownst to everyone involved that was at the end and so when are these all going to surface because supposedly when the fbi they took all of his computers all of his photographs which he still kept so are there photographs and videos of 
the famous people mentioned in this documentary That's with underage girls. You know, I didn't. And it's funny you say that. I didn't take it as such, and yet yeah. I did. I because when he was talking at the end, when they showed you that cave with all the video screens, yeah, and when he would tell people that everybody owes me, right? You know, I I never actually thought of it that way. I just thought that he had you know bad. Wow, yeah, that's bad. And Bill Clinton said, "I was never to that guy's island." Meanwhile, what I tell you, a, <laughs> right? Meanwhile, there's a photo of him on the plane, right? And there's a very believable guy who was a, a technical worker on the island. On the tower, yes. Who said he saw Clinton there. And one of the girls that was uh, abused said she saw Clinton there. Now, she said she never saw him doing anything wrong, but he was there. He was there. That's what I'm saying. I was like, no, I was never there. Oh, Bill Clinton was here. <laughs> right. I'm like, what? Like, why do you? I just don't understand. You know you're going to get caught. Right. And then that point. interview with Prince Andrew oh, where brutal. they go... He's like, I never met this girl. Um, can you explain this photo? He goes, I cannot explain this photo. I don't remember it. <laughs> that was like, I would have said, head I, scratching. I would have said, I take photos with tons of people. I don't know. I yeah, I know he didn't. He did not have a very good defense, did he? Now there's no way the wives of these people, like Prince Andrew's wife at the time, was um, Sarah Ferguson, I believe is her name. Right. I mean, when he goes and does this interview. With the BBC, which he did when this these allegations first came out. What's that like at home? I have no idea. But I don't understand how any of it is like at home because I look at it from the standpoint of I have my wife, I have my kids. I couldn't imagine telling her that every other week I was getting on a private jet and going to some private island or I was going here, I was going there, and then trying to come home and live a normal life. Like at some point... You can sit there and tell me, well, you know, she's trust you're not going to do anything wrong. Stop. At some point, you're going to cross paths with the wrong people. And I don't know. It's just like you're, you're talking about such a slimy, rich being. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how those conversations go. Clearly not well. And how is Hillary still married to Bill? Oh, that's got to be a fake marriage at I'm this sure, point. I'm sure it is. But what's the point? Why? I don't know. Politics, Jerry, at all. I always just say politics when I don't have an answer. Okay, so when she didn't beat Trump, why not get divorced then? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. She's not running again. I mean, do they even live together? Or are they just still married and legally? Probably legally. So weird. He I think probably you feel could bad date. for the, the daughter. Like, what is she? How does she ever look at her father in the eye? Right. Ugh, I don't know. Creeper. And then the best was that uh, in this documentary, the, the girl who was underage at the time said that Prince Andrew was sweating all over her, disgusting. Yes. And then he goes in the interview, that's the weird thing about me. I don't sweat, so I don't know what she's talking about. You don't sweat. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I mean, he really buried himself, didn't he? Yeah, it's an interesting documentary. It's, uh, I think, a four-parter on Netflix. Yeah, four four solid hours of it, and it's yeah. uh, it's disgusting, disturbing, and eye-opening all at the same time. Yeah, I, I, do, I think it's very powerful. Whenever you have victims that... Uh, come out and yeah. answer questions. Yeah, I feel like you could really tell who's being skeevy and who's not. Well, especially not only that, when you've got multiple ones telling very similar stories that they don't know each other. Yes, I mean, that and or, and you had that Alan Dershowitz, who's uh, the lawyer that's, about that one that's famous from OJ. Yes, and he she's was claiming a, that they were together. Yeah, and he's like, accuse me on this show, like, which well, she did. Yeah, but he, right. I guess what, Alan? You're a guy who lies for a living. So we, um, unfortunately, no matter what 
allegations are against you, we're not believing you. Yeah, he's fine. No one, no, his name hasn't even come up. He had all yellow teeth. He was. Yes, disgusting. I noticed it too. He looked like he had wooden <laughs> teeth, like he was from the George Washington era. That's funny. Yeah, that, was a, that was a bad document. I was glad I saw it, but yeah. what, the one other thing I found interesting is how he built the owner of Victoria's Secrets out of seventy-six million dollars. Yeah. I mean, good lord! I mean, he's throwing money around like it was growing on his trees in the backyard. Yeah, it was interesting because I had always heard the name Jeffrey Epstein. I never had any idea who he was. Me neither. Why he was famous, and and even a couple of listeners on Twitter had suggested to check out the documentary. I was like, I have no interest in this guy. I, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. And then when you said you watched, I was like, mm, all right, let me check it out. And then I was locked in immediately. Of course. <laughs> yes. I get yeah. locked in. Yeah, no, I was too. I'm and and surprising because usually when like I watch that McDonald's one, but the yeah, you know, the I I wound up watching two of them. They're too long. Yeah, they stretched it out for no reason. And then when you tell me it's seven or eight of them, it's like you yeah. know what? I'm good. I see what happened. I'm yep. sure it gets worse, but I'm out. It's they enough. milked it. Yeah, this was good. Four yeah, episodes good. out. It was a lot of information. Perfect. And, and what's also interesting is this literally just happened last. He like he just died last summer. Right. Like this wasn't 1977. This yep. was very recent. And yeah, again, they did like the Jordan thing. The going back yes. and forth drove me nuts. Yes. But I guess that's the way you do a documentary these Listen, days. Listen, this is right. Know. This is how the cool people do documentaries, Jerry. we got to get on board with it. I guess so. Don't right, hate the play. I hate the game. Right. There you go. That's what I say. Right on. All right, Jerry. I'm going to go out and buy some Adirondack chairs today. I'm going to spy on my dog on a camera. You, hey, that sounds like a day right there. Enjoy yourself. I'll probably eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I think I'm going to do that uh, momentarily. Also, by the way, the Bradley Beach area, lots of uh, listeners to the warm-up show. Well, that's good. I know the Jersey Shore area is a very big WFAN audience. It's a hotbed, Jerry. It is. It's, it's, It's good. So when do we get our ratings? I don't know. Mark said, uh, I thought he said Thursday he, would, he was going to get them the next day or something. You know what? I, I think he sent me ratings for 6 to 10. I didn't, maybe he did put them in there. <coughs> I don't pay attention to ratings now, Jerry. We're in the middle of a pandemic. No, I want to know what 5 to 6 is. That's true. Especially if it's good. If it's bad, we're in the middle of a pandemic and they don't count. I'd like if to they're good. And get like 10 bucks a day. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, Jerry. All right, warm-up program is next. Goodbye. We do that for free. That's a that that is a volunteer show. <laughs> By the way, real quick, because I'm off Tuesday now. Yeah, uh, there's, that's a whole mess. But whatever, I'm contemplating getting up and doing that with you, though. I gotta oh, really? See. I gotta see. I okay. don't know. Part of me wants to sleep in because I got yeah. somewhere to go at eleven o'clock, and I'm like, you know what? You get a night. I should just sleep. But part right. of me's thinking, you know what? I'll get up and do it. Okay. But then Will you let I me know. The only issue then is the unit that I was going to give Lepresti. Oh, know. right. So I'm not sure. I'll I'll let you know. I'll think about it. All right. Let's think about it. All right. Goodbye. All right. uh, See you. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. Yeah, that's right. Tied with a couple. What is up? It is a Tuesday morning. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, if we just did one more minute, if we did an hour and one minute, we would be not even close to the shortest show on WFAN. That is true, though. We do get cut off at like 59, 10 every yeah, hour. But all shows do. All, no shows start right on uh, at the top of an hour or end right at the uh, end of all an true. hour. That is very true. You're not wrong. A long time ago in radio, when shows used to like talk shows, didn't start to like 
seven minutes after the hour because you had news and commercials and then more news and, and then weather and weather and then your show would go and then you'd take another break and do weather and news i mean these talk shows you were barely talking uh yeah i mean if when fan first started i don't know if you remember this but the updates were at top of the hour 15 30 and 45 yeah i was outside playing back then jerry i wasn't listening to wfan i was there playing you go. sports sure you were well you were trying to play sports you didn't have a hit in a whole season in baseball for god's sakes i hit the ball but it happened to no, be no, right count. at players doesn't count you hit them where they ain't except sometimes you hit them and there's a guy right there yeah that's why there's uh, seven guys on the field after you get past the pitcher and catcher sometimes when i watch baseball i think it seems impossible to get a hit and then, because, other, and then other times guys go 9 for 12. It's yes, because there, there's a guy everywhere on the field. No matter where you hit the ball, there's a guy within what seems like a few feet. That is, and as you get older and the players get better, they get faster and it gets harder. That is exactly right. Especially like to hit a ball in the gap in the outfield seems impossible. Like in the infield, there's not as much reaction time, right? So a guy drills a ball up the middle. There's no reaction time between short and third, second and first. Very little reaction time. In the outfield, you hit a fly ball to the gap. There seems to be plenty of time for guys to get over there. If I was a manager, Jerry, I would just get really fast guys in the outfield. Which is why you want to keep the ball on the ground or hit line drives, Al. Unless you're going to hit the ball 450 feet, the fly right. balls look nice, except they get you nothing. Right. I would just – that's it, Jerry. I would look for, like, track. I would I would do – if I was a GM, this would be my own version of Moneyball. I would – get outfielders that ran track. I don't even <laughs> care if they could catch. Well, no, I, th- I would I help would if teach they could that. catch, actually. They yeah, but I could, teach, catch. I could teach that. No, you can't teach What that. you can't teach is speed, Jerry. <laughs> You're right, but if you can't catch, you can't catch. You're not teaching a guy who's 20 years old how to catch at this point. <laughs> a you five-year-old, so. maybe, but mm. no, I don't think so. Mm. You either have it or you don't at that point. <laughs> And then like, you're talking about your beer league softball team, too, by the way. Al Dukes is a GM. His team sucks, but they're so fast. You're looking for Willie Mays Hayes at every position. <laughs> every position, Jerry. I spent most of yesterday and early this morning, Jerry, um, looking into vacuum cleaners because it came up yesterday, I think, on the post-game podcast. That's I was right. talking about, uh, you know, I have a dog now. I have bare floors. I feel like I vacuum, and then walking the vacuum back to the closet, I'm stepping on dirt. Right. So maybe my vacuum's not doing the job. So, of course, everyone hit me up with their favorite vacuum. And it's it's too many options. America Just get has, the Dyson already. Even D- Dyson. I go to the Dyson website. There's a thousand, a thousand vacuum cleaners. I sell me one. You, I will they, sell you the pay. I will send I'm you not the picture buying. of the one to buy. Okay. It's it's simple. It's the I'm telling you, it's amazing. I tell you what I'm buying. The cheapest one that's on here. It wow. sucks. It you sucks. Can, you can do that, and then you're going to get what you need. This is, I have really learned this more and more as I've gotten older. Ooh, okay. You get what you pay for. Right. If you want to buy a cheap-ass vacuum, you're going to get a vacuum that works for three weeks, and it's going to turn into a cheap-ass vacuum. Right. If you want to spend some money, you'll get something that lasts a while. It's just it's true, no matter what it is. And I'm scared of these bagless vacuums because I had bagless vacuums before. And the Dyson one's fine. And to empty it, it's like there's just dust and dirt everywhere and it's disgusting well if you clean once in a while there wouldn't be that much <laughs> you pig i got dog hair i have genus hair here i got sand from beachy areas i've got goose poop droppings i mean this is disgusting in your there. house not in the, well if you're in the bottom of your shoe can't there's no way around it 
Your wife, your your girlfriend's there like two days a week. How no, much she, hair is oh, she shedding? She's here a lot, Jerry. There's a lot of shedding. I don't know how guys cheat because girls leave their hair everywhere. I'm sure guys do too, but well, I'm bald. I mean, I mean I'm not, so I have no idea. I'm not a proponent of cheating, but I would say this: probably don't do it in your own house, right? You can't because <laughs> no kidding. Girls, That's why most people don't. You can't cheat in your own house. You can't cheat and transport. Uh, the people you're cheating with in your own car, they leave hair everywhere, Jerry. Everywhere. Yeah. Again, not uh, not a proponent of it, but uh, if you're going to, you probably meet at a hotel. Right, because then you could shed your hair, and who cares? <laughs> the next people will have to worry about that. Jerry, I'm looking at this new MLB proposal, and I'm liking this. I I can't imagine the Players Association saying no to this. A no, 70, they're going to say no. A 76-game season getting 75% of your pay. Well, it's 50% of your pay. You get 75% assuming the playoffs get played. Oh, playoffs? (laughs) Playoffs, yes. Which I think with what they're trying to do by making sure the season ends September 27th, they should be okay because they want to be done by October, so you hope that that spike doesn't come back um, with the virus. Because, if it, I mean, first of all, if it does, I mean, we're going to lock everything up again? Good Lord. Um, We're done locking up. But so if you can ensure the playoffs and, and everything continues down the path, Although you're seeing reports about different places having these major spikes again, so who knows? It, it does jump to 75%. The problem is they want 100%. That's what they want. So, and it's really you're only guaranteeing them 50%. But there's other things in it that they should that they should like. So, so I they're don't only know. guaranteed 50%. But if they go to the playoffs, they make 75%. If the playoffs are played, all players will get 75% oh, because then the playoff TV money kicks in. Oh, baby. And so then the owners have the proper money to give them the rest of the 75%. So I like it too. I agree with you. When I first heard it, I thought slam dunk, it's going to be accepted. And then I yeah. heard, and the players don't love it. Like, oh, come on. Like, what do you want? Oh, they want all their money. That's what and they want. And do they have to get a deal done this week or it's over? Is that is there a deadline um, ever been set? There's not a deadline, but you're getting pretty goofy. I mean, yes, you could theoretically play 48 games, which is what they could institute if they can't agree on anything. So if you look at that, you would start by, if you want to be done by September 27th, I mean, theoretically, you could start August 1st. I mean, you do have time. But if you want to play 75 games, which I think is right, that's fine. That's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Then, yeah, you got to get this done soon, I would say. It has to. I mean, The fans two, are getting two ninth. Yeah, fans are getting be. ticked off, Jerry. The world is, you know, in every which way this this year has been horrible. I mean, it from the start from Kobe Bryant's death to where we're at now, it has been a really tough year. And now you've got these guys really Jeff Passan from ESPN wrote an article about how much money we're really talking about, and it's embarrassing that these two sides can't figure this out when you break it down. It yeah. really is. And you got people out of work, it's just it's awful. And I told you, I'm on the owner side with this. It's enough. Let's go. Make an agreement. And they're giving, they're even making it like, I don't know if this gets a little complicated and convoluted, but they're taking away draft pick compensation, which means if you sign a player and free agent, like a top free agent, you know, the other team would get your first or you would have to give up your first round pick. None of that's happening. They're like, they're really giving the players a leg up in a lot of different ways. So let's go. And how about You'll this let's one, rock Al? and roll. And how about this one? If you, if you have pre-existing conditions and you don't want to play, they're still going to pay you, and they're still going to give you your service time. Like, they're really making concessions here. Like if I say my groin hurts. That's not what we're talking about. 
But if you have diabetes or if you're overweight or whatever the case may be, if the virus is going to put you at risk. Oh, for virus-related. Yeah, 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 that it otherwise wouldn't a healthy 25-year-old, then you can opt out of not playing and still get paid, and you still don't lose your service time. Like, that's that's a big concession. Hmm. But I don't know. Here's what I do know. They need an answer by tomorrow or a counter. Tomorrow? Yes, because because of what you're saying, if they need to get if they want to get 76 games in, remember the players wanted 114, so the owners are trying to give them as much as they can. If you want to play 76 games, we need to get this thing moving like now. So if you're going to make a counter, make it tomorrow, which is in, good because it's enough. I've had enough talking about it. In more baseball news, yesterday, Jerry on the Boomer and Geo show, Boomer Esiason broke news that Matt Harvey had reached out to the Mets and that the Mets were possibly interested. Well. Mike Puma in the New York Post. Mike head- Puma. Mike Puma in the New York Post. He covers the Mets. Uh, the headline, the misguided Mets buzz surrounding Matt Harvey. So what did he write? I didn't read it. That it's not happening. That was fake news, Dad? Fake did news, you, Dad. Did you read it or no? I did read it because I, well, I skimmed it for Boomer's name. It was not in there. Boomer's really? name was not in there. Yeah. Anthony DeComo of MLB.com yeah. also refuted the report. Did he mention Boomer? I saw his tweet. I didn't read his article. Okay. In his tweet, he did not mention Boomer. Huh. So they're calling fake news sad on this one. Okay. I mean. But Boomer knows what he knows. He does not just launch grenades of trades and signings and interest and all these sorts of things. Right. He even and said, I Boomer would... said he held on to it for a couple days until he knew it was for reals. Very interesting. Okay. I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, go sign. Then sign. Now I want them to sign him just so Boomer's right. Me too. I mean, to be quite honest, I, I, whatever. I mean, you're going to use him as a guy who's going to, you know, go out there to get three outs. I mean, I said a long time ago, and I feel like I got laughed at. Uh, Matt Harvey, maybe as a closer or a setup guy. No, he's not a starter anymore. So if you're going to use him in a, in a role like that, seventh inning, go get two outs, great. Sign him. Yeah, I'm reading the, uh, let's see, I'm told there's no truth to the rumor that the Mets and Matt Harvey have mutual interest in a reunion. Oh, that that ship appears to have sailed. Ooh. That's Which the means if, if a ship has sailed, it was in the port to begin with. So that means that it was possibly true. Well, or he just means the Mets and Matt Harvey is a long time ago oh, and it's over. that sailed. Yeah. It depends. Remember, I don't, you know, who knows? Remember when he had a bloody nose on the mound? That was weird. He's had a couple of weird things happen to him. He did, right? No shit to say. Well, all right, Jerry, but Jerry you Jones. know what? You never know. There's never no ship. Know. There's no ship? <laughs> Don't we got to burn the boats and float the Mississippi? <laughs> burn the boats and float the Mississippi, Jerry. <laughs> I think that's what he said once upon a time. Yeah, I, I'm rooting for it. Now. Burn some wagons and float the Mississippi. Oh, burn, burn some, some wagons. wagons. My bad. Um, yeah, no, burn the boats was Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Put your damn act together. I'm trying. I'm okay. Tr- yes, I'm trying, but I'm trying to get all these analogies together from who they said. I think Coughlin was burned the Settle boats. Settle down just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Coughlin's, like attitude. <laughs> Coughlin's burn the boats was that you burn your own boats when you invade uh, an island or invade a team, and then you have to take their boats back in victory. The stronger mm-hmm. the core is, right. the better it can take the torpedo. Torpedoes. Torpedoes. <laughs> the torpedoes. The torpedoes. You know what I read the other day? I was reading yesterday about the Hall of Fame. Did you see this? They're going to reopen uh, tomorrow. Baseball the, Hall of Fame? The, the Pro Football NFL? Hall of Fame. Yeah, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And like, they're still, at, at this point, they're still planning 
I'm playing Cowboy Steelers on August 6th. Love I was surprised. I don't know why I thought that was already postponed. I love that the NFL just keeps moving forward. Well, they're moving forward until they can't, basically. Right. So I will be – here's where I'm going to be concerned. If something happens with the NBA, because I'm starting to get worried, and again, it depends on where you read it and where it's coming from, I'm starting to get concerned about the COVID numbers in Florida, and I'm worried that the players are going to be like, you know what, we're out. I knew Florida was going to ruin things because I have friends <laughs> – I knew it. They haven't ruined anything yet. Because I have friends that live in Tampa still from when I lived there in the, the late 90s, mid to late 90s. Right. So I still have friends like on Facebook and things. And I, uh, you know, we were on lockdown up here for for so long. And then Florida was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to have to go on lockdown. And I was like, we've been on lockdown for like a month. Right. Then, like two weeks later, they're like, oh, we can go get haircuts tomorrow. Uh, Florida, thank God we're opening up finally. It's been so terrible. Like opening up already? You barely were locked down. <laughs> it's freaking true. Florida. It is. I, I, we were talking about this the other day. You know, it's interesting when you think about the lockdown from the terms of what it actually has been and what it really could be. And when I think back to the whole toilet paper shortage, yeah, I, I you know, it makes you think if there is a something like the Ebola uh, breakout, if you're, you know, how bad Ebola. that was. If you got that, you died. I mean, you died. I mean, that was pretty much. You did. The fatality rate, I think, was pretty high with that. This has not been that case when you look at the numbers. If ever, if something like that ever came here, and we had a real lockdown where you can't leave your home, could you? I mean. People walk around like this has been tough, and yet you can still go walk into several stores. You can still get in your car and drive around and go see the ocean if you want. Like there are, I go to Seven Eleven if I want. You, yes, go get gas. It's not like you're trapped inside your four walls. So I understand it's not been the the best thing, but it hasn't been the you know the worst thing either. Right. I mean, and have and what we've also talked about too. You know, this could have happened in November, where the weather's miserable. You're not going outside. You're freezing. It's, it actually happened at a time of the year where you can still – now, I feel bad for people in, in urban cities that don't have backyards or anywhere to go. They close parks. Right. But for much of us, I mean, you feel fortunate. It's a nice time of the year. You can still go out. I went outside. How about this, Al? You'll love this. So my landscaper, he cuts the grass. He cuts the grass. That's what he does. The real landscaper. landscaper sounds he, bougie. No, because I coach two different baseball teams. I, in the summer, it's just very difficult to have, find the time to do it. So I actually, I broke down last year, and I hired a guy to cut the grass. I'm not going to call him a landscape. He cuts the grass. Really good guy. They come every Friday, no worries. So this past Friday was like a monsoon. So assume they're coming Saturday. They don't come Saturday. Get a text late Saturday. Very sorry. Really backed up. We'll be there Monday. Great. Monday comes. At first, I thought they'd be there Sunday. They weren't. Monday comes. Nothing. So I text them at 3.30. Are you guys coming today? Nothing. So I go out at 5.30, and like a jackass, I take the push you know, mower out. And I'm, you know, and, and by the way, it's broken, which doesn't help. So it's not that easy. Just It's not like one of those you hold the thing down and it goes itself. Like, I got to push this thing. I finish, and as I'm putting stuff away, they show up at 7 o'clock. To oh do your lawn. Like, are you guys kidding me? Like, could you not have gotten back to me with a text? I would have waited. Boy, I'll tell you one thing, though. Great hour, great two hours of exercise. I'm not going to lie to you. Pushing a lawnmower? Yes. It was It was good. But but when I tell you, I literally just finished and was walking up the driveway when they showed up. I'm like, did you send them home? I would have sent. Of course I sent them home. Go home. Yes. Why would I not? I just did it. You, you ruined it. 
I mean, the timing was unbelievable. So, whatever. I don't know why. I just Well, yeah, my point is we can go out and cut our grass. Right. There are things we've been able to. You can go out and swim if you've got a pool. You can we go play golf. It's not the worst thing We don't have Ebola. We, we don't. No, that we don't. So, right, I think we got to take our first uh, break. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you got more time. Don't worry. When we come back, you can come back with oh, 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 and finish that thought. <laughs> and more vacuum talk. Who knows? And then Boomer and Geo at 6 here on The Fan. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. <laughs> I suppose so. 524 on The Fan. Why does coming this up. not work? I don't know. 6 you know o'clock, what it Boomer is, and Jerry? Geo. Uh, your fat fingers. No. Oh, you nothing fat. No. Hold on. Let me get it right to the beginning. Is it the again. false uh, open? No, what happens is my the my computer, and I go to play it from my computer, then it wants to play it in my bedroom. I got a lot of technology over here, Jerry. Yeah, which, you know what? I'm not into all of it. Some of it's too much. I saw it was a commercial. very smooth. Very I smooth. S- well, no, it wasn't. I saw a commercial yesterday about, you know, wiring your house to where your phone can do everything. It's enough. No more. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need it all. Alexa's fine. Alexa, play Alan Jerry. I'm good. Yeah. But anything else. One thing to finish the thought um, about how crappy the year's been with this virus and everything. Did you see the... Um, Just FYI, Al, your music is still playing. Right. Uh, did you see last night? So early on, they were talking about asymptomatic people are fueling the virus and the spread of it. They came out last night and said, yeah, our bet. That's, that's probably not true. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I hate asymptomatic people, Jerry, and that, that's yeah. why. The WHO, the World Health Organization. The who? The World Health Organization, oh. they said uh, it seems rare that an asymptomatic person can actually transmit onward. <laughs> Whenever I see who for the World Health Organization, I think of Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. A little pinball wizard. And Big John and Entwi- Twistle. Who? Big John and Twistle, Jerry, the bass player. I don't know that. I see, you're, that's where you're, you're so much better uh, than I am with music. I'll, I'll know the lead singers, but you'll know the drummer, the guitarist, oh, Jerry, the bassist. I don't, locked I don't in. know. I only, on not, a hand, only a handful of bands. I am not locked in. Jerry, the Yankees have finally spoken up on uh, the death of George Floyd, and it turns out, settle in, the Yankees are, the Yankees condemn racism, prejudice, and injustice in all forms. So lest you think that not hearing from the Yankees meant that they weren't against all these things, they are. They said they took their time, Jerry. In speaking with the staff, players, management, all this sort of thing, uh, before they came out with their statement. So all good. I wonder why they didn't, like, the Knicks got heat immediately for not having a statement. Well, I think the difference is the players were angry. Like, that. there's a there's a difference between... Oh, the Knicks players were. Yeah, and and I think, too, it wasn't just Nick play Because, you know, I have a couple of friends that work at MSG, um, and from what I've been told, it's a very diverse workforce over there. Uh, and so I guess as a group, they were very upset. I guess with the Yankees, for, for one, you also got to remember, too, the Yankee players are spread all over the country. Like, they're not together right now. Yeah. And I guess the, I don't know. I guess the Nick players aren't either, but um, I don't know who's there. I don't know. I, I But – it's different, and let's be honest. When the Knicks do something wrong, if it's perceived as wrong, it's easy to pounce on them because they've been so bad for so long that they're an easy target too. So if the players are upset and the workforce is upset, that's where it comes from, and someone then feeds that to the media. So whatever, that's where it goes. But you know, kind of like the like the Yankees. That's why I was telling you the yesterday. The Cowboys took their time, and I thought released a really cool video on Friday. Did it a little differently. Um, I did you see Theo Epstein? I did not. 
he, on a conference call, I guess, with reporters in Chicago, basically said, I'm looking at my hiring practices. He goes, I'm a problem. I mean, I don't have the exact quote, but he's like, I'm looking at the people I've hired. He goes, I hire mostly white people. It was very interesting for him to come out and say that. Yeah. And he's like, I got to look at myself in the mirror. Um, They're very interesting. But I'm looking at the man in the mirror. All right. You could do that. I did. It was Craig, one of Craig's favorite songs. Wasn't that his favorite song? Yeah, I asked Craig about this because Craig was uh, very against, as <laughs> as if he's the only one, against, you know, uh, people uh, abusing children. I hope we all are, yes. Yeah, we all are against that, it turns out. Right. Um, and yet he loved Michael Jackson. And I asked him about that once. I said, it's kind of weird that you're, you know, he was he was very angry with Jerry Sandusky. Remember he shouted down that uh, oh. Penn State reporter? Ooh, I remember. Yeah, and he said, yeah, I, 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 I don't have an answer for that. Well, so I think he who, was looking at the man in the mirror, Jerry, and seeing that he didn't have an answer himself. For no, because he still he separated that from the music. Right. Because if that was the case, why would Michael Jackson be played anywhere? Right. Yes, I do. Well, that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, you want to play the Jackson Five? Fair enough. He wasn't doing any of that stuff as a child. Okay. Right. But to play songs from that era when we have found out what he did, or at least right. see again the isn't it also has anything ever been actually I mean, I, I know the documentaries. We've seen it. I've watched and I can't even watch that one that was on HBO. It was just oh, horrific. Oh, yeah, that was crazy stuff. But is it is it still, you know, their word against, I know he's passed, but is it still their word against his? I don't know. Or is it stuff seemed, been actually proven? Seem to be a lot of payoffs, Jerry. Uh, Who I, knows? No question. There's a, there's tons of circumstantial evidence. I get that. I, and people get put away on that all the time. I'm just wondering if there was ever a video, if there was anything or any admittance before he passed away. Yeah, not, none that I'm aware of. Right. I wonder if that would be different if there was, would then radio stations stop playing him? They love the hits, Jerry. They love I know, the Michael Jackson I, hits. Yeah, I know. I, I understand how radio works. I get it. And people do, I guess, too, when you hear the songs, you don't think about that. I do. Do you? See, I don't. I, I do. really don't. All right, listen, look at this creep. Yeah, like I, there's some songs I have on my Spotify that that doesn't even cross my mind. Now, yet when I see him, you do think about it. But I hear the music, I don't. I don't. I guess because you grow up with the music. Fair enough. You separate the music from the man, Jerry. I guess a little bit, yeah. See, I could separate the music from the man when it's like, like I love Bruce Springsteen, but he's like very uh, into politics, which I'm not into. Right. But I that I could separate. But when it comes to you know. Things with kids and Michael Jackson, that I can't separate. Well, because one's opinion, one's a crime. Well, there you go, Jerry. Exactly. You know, you don't have to like a guy's opinion to like his music. But, right. you know, if someone does something horrific like that, I could, I totally understand your point. Thank you. Yeah. Luis Severino, Jerry, he and his wife, Rosemalee, are pregnant. Well, she's pregnant. Uh, he's part of the family. Uh, <laughs> I hope they, so. They took part in an underwater pregnancy photo shoot. I got to look at some of these photos. So is she doing an underwater delivery? I don't think they're doing underwater delivery. They wanted to do an underwater photo shoot, but they were they were not in their bathing suits underwater. They were like in fancy. Nude? They were not nude. They were in fancy clothing as if they looked like they were sitting at dinner, but they were underwater doing it. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Any reason why? I could see Gio getting caught up in this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I got it. my wife's got me doing an underwater photo shoot <laughs> later on today. 
<laughs> I got to see this. I'm actually Googling this now. I got to see this. Yeah, they were actually cool looking photos, but you did bring up the underwater birth. Which is just sounds, I mean. Do you think uh, that works, though, where they think that because, like, okay, so you're the, the, the mother is underwater. Then the baby comes out of the, well, the sack filled with water. But the mother's not underwater. I mean, it's just part of her body is. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, she can still breathe. <laughs> That's a good point. She's not fully submerged. Correct. The, the, um, the main parts are underwater. Right. Then the baby comes out of the uh, the, the the sack that it's living in, in the womb, which right. I guess has water in it, scientists right. tell me. Yes. The water breaks. The baby slides out into more water and learns to swim immediately. Then you don't ever have to take your kid for swimming lessons. No, shut up. <laughs> Stop it. Because it learns immediately, Jerry, to swim. How do you? How many times do they had to go up and down to catch their breath doing this photo <laughs> shoot? Oh my god! Like, and it's this, very detailed. It. it I, I see three pictures. It is neat. I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you. It is very cool. Like she's in a long have... flowing dress. He's in like yeah. a suit. It does look really cool. I thought wow. they could have just photoshopped that, right? I suppose, but I don't know if you want to photoshop that. Why would you? You're either gonna do that. Like, don't put those pictures out there if you didn't do it. Someone's gonna call BS on you. It's BS on you at some point. I'm sure you'll tick off the photographer at one point, and then he'll come out, and you'll have this big scam, and then people won't trust Luis Severino anymore. No, I, I, he's probably underwater there. I wonder if some point down the road, you know, years, Jerry, because these will go up on the wall. They'll have their baby. The baby will grow up. But at some point, they're gonna say, "Should we put this underwater picture away?" I mean. <laughs> Well, there's We've nothing wrong up. with it. No, I think that stays up for a long time. Like, Forever? I maybe. Like, I, There are certain pictures and certain collages that we have in our house that we've always had up because we've got you know, our grandparents that are no longer with us, so they kind of stay up, and you want to make sure you remember them. Um, I would think like one of those, that's a really unique type of setting and photo. I would keep that up. I would. I'd like to see you do this with your wife for no like an thanks. anniversary. No, what th- big uh, anniversary pass, is next? Mine just passed for uh, 25 in four years. In four years. Oh, wait. In four years, we'll get this underwater photographer who did the Louis Severino thing. We'll get uh, I'll be Jerry. 50. I'm not going underwater. Oh, even better. No, I don't think so. 50. Not interested. So wait. So you get you have two milestones in that same year. You turn 50 and 25 years married. Correct. Wow. That definitely calls for an underwater photo shoot. No, that calls going to Hawaii. So that calls oh. for oh, maybe we'll oh. do an underwater shoot there in a nice pool in Maui. Maybe All that. Right. But well, I'm not so sure. You bring up the underwater birth though, as you know, having been a part of two regular births. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, when you find out that people give birth in a car, or even just like back in the day before, you know, hospital, like how the hell in a bathtub? Oh my god. It's amazing to see how how hard it is with doctors and nurses. Did you see it, it come out? Yes, of course. You did? Yeah. Was that yeah. like a crazy scene for you? Um. Did it look like an alien? It. No, actually. No, it didn't look like an alien. It looked like a little baby, <laughs> believe did it or not. Did your wife at any point scream at you because she was going through pain and you were the only time she, there? No, the only time she screamed at me... Um, with Matthew, not at all. It was no. It was it went very smoothly. It was no issues. Um, she was great with it. Uh, when Joseph was born, that was the day that Phil Mickelson won the Masters, and we had it on. And it was her her suggestion because she finds Jim Nance's voice so soothing. Ooh, 
She says, if you want to put the golf on, put the golf on. I, I actually wouldn't mind hearing Nance's voice. Okay. Really? <laughs> so mm, There it is. So Women are we, giving birth all over. Yeah, hello, <laughs> <Christian Nance. laughs> so we put it on in the room, and the unfortunate part of that was that, A, he was winning, and you know I'm a huge Mickelson guy, and so was the doctor, who was fixed. He was focused and fixed in and locked in on the golf. No and one was one, paying attention to Mrs. Recco. And at one point she goes, can you two focus? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is pretty exciting. <laughs> Jim Nance, she, was ang- she was angry. <laughs> Jim Nance is going to help you give birth. <laughs> so that was Get the into one, the tub. That was the one time she got very angry. And then the other one was, uh, as Mickelson is winning, uh, that was when it was happening. And she looked at me, and Craig is texting me, hey, congrats, your boy's winning. And she's like, put the phone down. <laughs> So the but no, not because of pain. It was more because my attention span um was a little lacking at that but, point. But you gave her Jim Nance to ease her yes. into Yes, she had Jim Nance. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Mm-hmm. She had the soothing sounds of Jim ah, Nance. Yes. I've now been officially labeled as a weirdo. No, you're helping women give birth. <laughs> it's one of my favorite ones of all time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we, we got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we've got more. And I got to tell you, I never know in what direction Al's going to go, and neither did you. So stick around, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Al and Jerry, now offering curbside delivery. You never know what you're going to get. All right, 18 in front of six here on the fan. Uh, Just quickly with baseball, uh, another proposal from the owners to the players. It has made me shift from being on the player side to now the owner's side. Let's see if we can get this done. Hopefully a response by Wednesday. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe there'll be baseball this summer. But then again, who knows? What else, Al? saw an interesting story about Allen Iverson that in the year 2030, Jerry, which is 10 years from now, He's going to collect a $32 million trust from Reebok. Really? Yeah, from a deal he made back when he was a player. That is incredible. You know what's amazing, too? He is that spaced in, that out. In 2030, that's not going to be much of a, you know, a, although Reebok, is Reebok still a thing? Yes, that's what I was wondering. Was like, do they still make stuff? Well, they do. I, 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 I'm talking about sneakers. Like, I know... They sponsor. So did you? I don't. Did you see the story with the the CEO of CrossFit? He had some stupid tweet, and Reebok is a sponsor of the CrossFit Games, and I guess they want to sever ties with them because of the dumb tweet that the guy had about about the George Floyd case um, situation and the murder and all that. And so Reebok was like, "We're not going to disappoint everybody that's you know participating and the athletes, so we'll stay." and do the games this year, but we're out after that. And my first thought when I saw that was like, wow, Reebok is still a thing, but I don't I don't know anybody that has Reebok sneakers anymore. No, I think like when you say Reebok is a thing, they're doing things like CrossFit games and how did they fall out of favor? I mean Boomer was doing those pump sneaker uh, ads back in the day, I had I those know. things. You put on your basketball shoes, you pump them up, Jerry. You fit them nice and tight. I think it depends on who's really who you have endorsing you. Like Adidas is all of a sudden. Adidas went from being really popular, they kind of leveled out, and now they're huge again because they've got really good endorsers. I think it depends on what athletes you have that will promote your product. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Reebok just doesn't have anybody anymore. I don't know. I I, I haven't bought. I'm trying to think the last Reebok product. I remember the last Reebok sneakers I had were tremendous. And I, don't, I haven't had them since. I don't know. 
Did you do you remember watching that Michael Jordan documentary and they were talking about the that Jordan loved Adidas and he wanted to sign yes. with them? Yes. But then but, Nike completely blew him out of the water with the offer when his parents made him go talk to them. Yeah, so they talked to a guy from Adidas in the special. Right. But he pronounced it Adidas. And okay. I just Googled. Right. How do you pronounce Adidas? And it says it's pronounced Adidas. 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 Adidas, yeah. And well, that's the what American the, way is Adidas. And that's what the guy uh, said on the Michael Jordan special. I don't remember that. That's funny because I watched every bit of that. I don't remember that. I was fo- I couldn't focus on anything else after I heard that. No, you were out at that point. There was a Fugazi knockoff brand like at Marshall's when I was a kid called Diodoras. And they were it had the same type of printing as Adidas. And now we're learning that it's pronounced Didadas. No, no, <laughs> Diodoras. <laughs> this is Adidas. Right, boy. When you were in high school, even back in the eighties, when I was in high school, if you had scrub sneakers, you were a sucker. Well, I didn't. You, I went to um, a Catholic school, so I had to wear shoes, so I didn't have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, there that was you. not an issue. I never had to. I never had the whole pressure of picking out what to wear the night before yeah you know so that you look different every day now i have that with work <laughs> but, but i never had that it was a, i wore the school uniform every day but then you couldn't represent your nfl teams jerry back then. uh only on gym day you could on gym day gym day and dress down day you put on your diodoras you put on your i had my cowboy uh, danny white shirts your danny white uh, yeah. jersey shirts pretty much and yes. rock and roll I had the shirt. There's a picture of you with the cowboy helmet shirt. Yeah. I had that shirt, too. That was one that I wore often. Yeah, that was a great one. The freaking Sears catalog was awesome at Christmas time. It was. That and was then, where you got it. And then JCPenney, they would have some, but the, Sears had the main NFL contract, I think, yes. back then. Sears was the best. That Sears catalog was the best place to get your out-of-market NFL stuff. Yeah. That And there was a place in the... I don't remember the name of it. There was, but there was a sports store in Monmouth Mall and Woodbri- Woodbridge Mall. No, 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 no. Not small, Herman's. No, I mean Herman's was more like Models, oh. like gear and stuff. But there was, um, there were, there were sports stores in Monmouth Mall and Woodbridge Mall back in the day, and I think they might even still be there. Oh, where you would buy jerseys and stuff. You could get jerseys, hats, and they had stuff representing every team in every sport, yes. and it was like sports Shangri La every time you walked in. It was yeah, awesome. I was, I was a big bandwagon guy back then. Like I would, I remember getting back uh, then. <laughs> when, when have you gotten off the bandwagon, <laughs> you fraud? I remember getting like eighty-five Bears jerseys. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I, I, I. Here's what I did. I obviously everything I had was Cowboys, except when Herschel Walker got traded to the Vikings. I didn't get a Vikings jersey, but I did get um, Herschel Walker T-shirts. With the Viking colors and Viking logos, mm-hmm. I did. I did get that, and I don't know. I really don't know why, but I, I remember having a. Was it Benny Blades? Was that his name? Or I don't know why. I think I had a Benny Blades jersey. Whoever the hell he is on the Vikings? No, I. I want to say he played Seahawks. for the Lions, the Seahawks, whoever it was. I don't know why. That was like the only other random jersey I had. And a friend of mine gave me his John Elway jersey that I never wore, but I think I still have somewhere. I just thought it was cool. Other than that, it was always the Cowboys. I never had anything else. From that store in the Menlo Mall that you're talking about, I purchased an Ernest Biner jersey after the fumble because I felt bad for him. <laughs> That's for real. That's a I real story. That. And I didn't go to Menlo. I went to uh, Woodbridge. Mm. 
I, I don't think I've ever been in Menlo Park Mall. Woodbridge Mall was a little, uh, little sketchy. Uh, okay, I'm looking at Benny Blades. Yeah, he was on the Lions. I had this. I had this jersey, and I don't know why. Number and I 36. don't know why. I don't. I, I I do not know why. And I like even the fact that I even just pulled that name out of my butt. I don't. <laughs> but that was. I remember one Christmas I asked for a Benny Blades jersey. Weird, right? Your parents are like, what is going on with our son? He wants a Benny Blades jersey. We right. I didn't want to. Who this is? I don't want a Barry Sanders jersey. Benny Blades. Benny Blades. Like, what Benny am I doing? Blades. So stupid. Jerry, who are these two dudes now I see that are interested in buying the Mets? Uh, I saw this. Oh, Josh the, Harris. Josh Harris and David Blitzer. Yeah, well, I know Harris. He's uh, Blitzer, I think, is a minority owner. Harris is the main guy, owns the Nets and the Sixers, worth, I think, almost $5 billion. It says Sixers and Devils. Yeah. Didn't I just say that? Uh, you said Nets and Sixers. Oh, I'm sorry. I, Sixers and Devils. Um, and so I do believe that this has legs. I think this is very possible. But this is the exact this, type of guy you want. I only saw this in one online article. Variety. It's got no buzz, Jerry. It doesn't because why? I don't think people – I'll tell you why. Because I don't think anybody believes it until it happens now. We've gone through it now twice. The A-Rod thing got people excited or angry, but at least there was reaction, number one. And then the other one was uh, – what's his Cohen. name? Cohen. That he had people fired up, and it seemed like a lock. Both of them fall through, and it's like, what the hell? It's like, all right, great, someone else is interested. But here's the, the, the difference here, at least for me. I know Cohen is a small part of the Mets. This is a legit owner from two pro sports franchises, and he's run the Sixers well. And I know the Devils haven't played well, but I, I do like what he's done with the Devils. Just need to turn things around here next year. Um, this guy knows what he's doing. This, to me, makes sense, but I don't think people trust it. The one thing that caught me in one of the uh, Met reporters tweeted, and I didn't see the article, but he tweeted a line from the article that said the Mets lose $100 million a year. That seems, that's concerning. You write that right off on your taxes, Jerry. How is that possible? A hundred million dollars a year? Like, they haven't been, you know, for the last five years, they have not been a horrific franchise. They were in the World Series. They were in the playoffs. Last year, they were an above 500 team. That's three of the last five seasons. That's not a terrible organization. But a hundred million dollar loss every year? Ugh. If that's true, that's brutal. Are you familiar with the Premier League, Jerry? What is this? Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Soccer. Football. Football. Well, when they resume, uh, the team Brighton, no idea what that even means. I guess that's a city. <laughs> okay. They're offering fans a chance to have their cardboard cutouts of themselves in the stands. I love this idea. Is, do they paying? Um, I don't know. I, I'd Regis. love to see like Jets and Giants, like for all those sucker PSL holders, Jerry, at least give them a cardboard cutout of themselves. If they're not allowed in? Yeah, if they're not allowed in. I'd like to see the scan the audience, and there I am, a cardboard fireman, Ed. That's not terrible. <laughs> that's, it's not terrible. I do think I think you're going to get probably 25 to 30% of fans allowed in, and I think you could probably fill up the other 70,000 70, uh, or 70% with the cardboard cutouts. Yeah, we have uh, – remember FAN a couple years ago did cardboard cutouts of all of the hosts? We could yes. Put, we could send those over to the stadium. Do we get cardboard cutouts now? Uh, I guess if we were to do them all over again, we would. Right. I mean, we have an hour. We have the we same have time hour. Mike has. Yep. And some of the other shows. <laughs> and some of the Rick Wolf. Rick Wolf. Right. Well, Bob we're Salter is for two you, hours, Rick actually. W- he does? He does. Bob Salter, I believe, is 6 to 8 a.m. 
But on Rick, Sundays. Uh, but Salter ha- only has two hours total. We have five hours total. True. That's a very good point. Week. That's a very good point. Take that, Mr. Salter. <laughs> Bob Salter uh, was one of my instructors at Connecticut School of Broadcasting in 1991. How about that? Mm, 91. How 91. about that? It's a long time ago now. And, we got to take a break. Oh. Can you save that for oh. when we come on the other side? Yes. All right. Uh, oh. So that story, whatever that is, is coming up next. But first, it's a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence giving her take and what she is thinking about with the uh, possibility of baseball coming back here in 2020. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. A couple more minutes till we get to Boomer and Geo. Just heard a commercial for GoRV.com. I got to tell you, sounds intriguing. Rent an RV and drive across the country. Now that sounds like a vacation. All right, Al, what else? I got a number of uh, messages on Twitter from very alert listeners, Jerry. One from Harry on Twitter says, The Adidas name comes from the founder's name, Adidasler. Thus, Adidas. Got it. And then uh, people telling me also that Diodora is not a ripoff of Adidas, that Diodora was started the year before Adidas, and Diodora is an Italian brand. Fancy. That's awesome. I can really go on with my day now. Okay, what else? So how did Marshalls get Diodora? <laughs> because no one probably because no one buy them in the U.S. Did you used to get things at Marshalls where you were like get a T-shirt and it said it was irregular, and you were like, we look at it going, what is wrong with it? That it's a regular. We got to remember though. That's why Marshalls is brilliant because a lot of what they can buy would be a damaged shirt, for instance, that yeah. might have one stitch out of place, but you can't sell it that way to a regular uh, retailer or merchant. So they'll take that at a much reduced cost, and they can sell it for a great price. And there's nothing wrong with it, or the tag might have been printed improperly. It's really interesting if you if you look now some of their stuff is like I remember I bought a shirt once that said it was a large I brought it home it was a large for a very large man <laughs> it belonged in it yes I didn't realize I was buying myself you know right it was mislabeled something that I should be painting in um, but yeah I mean so that's what that's what happens but there's nothing wrong with their stuff your dad used to sell some stuff to Marshalls right his uh, Dam- those yeah. jackets damages yeah were they members only. Members only. I had yeah. the J.C. Penny version of members only, like a Fugazi knockoff brand, but J.C. Well, Penny. Okay, J.C. Penny was actually pretty big with the actual members only label. Or Sears, maybe I had the Sears. That label. could maybe be the Sears That's, brand. You would get the jacket, but there'd be no label on it. Right. It would just say Sears, and it wasn't a knockoff. It was the jacket. Just no label. Start your early yeah. morning with Al and Jerry and the warm-up show from five to six a.m. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.